So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret 134, The Man Who Tried Too Hard. Jeff met Jane and swept her off her feet. Jeff was the nicest guy she'd ever met. And he went above and beyond when he'd pick her up to take her out to the best restaurants, when he swept her away on trips. Jeff was so nice that he was willing to come over from across town when there was something she needed to fix in her house. Yes, he even drove an hour each way one time for a loose doorknob. And Jane was loving it because she hadn't had somebody really give to her the way she was always giving, 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 really overgiving in her relationships. Jeff was always seeking to be the hero, to lavish her with the, the promises and the guarantees of what life would look like and what he would do for her. He would do anything. The knight in shining armor in some ways. And the truth is, the man who tries too hard to impress you is just covering up his own crushing fear, insecurity, and anxiety. That he's not good enough. Now, that doesn't mean you're not worth effort. Of course. You don't want to settle for someone who rolls into a coffee shop wearing sweats when you were supposed to do a proper dinner or lunch and he didn't even dress up, as happened to one of my clients on a first date. He did not get a second date. He failed that audition. But what we're talking about here are those guys who are trying too hard. Like Jeff, whether it was spending more than he could really afford or spending time he didn't really have to go the extra hundred miles all the time. What happens with these guys is at first it's great and you might be drinking it up like water in the desert. Finally, someone that's the nicest guy I ever met. But over time, that nice guy is going to be less nice. That nice guy is going to get passive aggressive and pissy. The fact is, he's not setting boundaries because he has anxious attachment, fear of abandonment. I have to over-deliver constantly for someone to want to be with me. And I prefer living in the fantasy early on when she looks up to me with lovey eyes and admiration. Because deep down, I fear it'll end like all the others where I disappoint them because I'm not good enough. So he will revel in and relish that early part, the romance and the sweeping you off your feet. But ultimately, after a while, he's depleted. The rest of his life is deteriorating. He's not spending time on his work as much as he had before or, or working out or with friends or family or any of the things he needs to do around the house. He begins to resent the very person he says he's doing it for. Boys like this who pretend to be incredible men will begin to withdraw. They need to escape the very person 
They need to get away from you so they have time to breathe and take care of their needs. They don't know a healthy way to just express, hey, yeah, I need to do some things over at my place this weekend. Then I'll come over Saturday night after I take care of them Saturday morning. They can't say that. So instead, they begin to blame the very person they say they're doing it for. They begin to get pissy and passive aggressive or disappear so that they can take care of their stuff. See, they're stuck in a conflict. If they don't over-provide and overdo and put their needs second, they're afraid that they won't be loved. Somewhere in their life, they felt abandoned or conditionally loved, so they became over-givers. And it's very hard for successful women who are used to doing it all for everybody, very hard for someone perhaps like you, who's an overgiver, to spot when someone is overgiving to you. Because at first it just feels so good to receive. And it doesn't strike you as immediately not okay and abnormal because it's familiar. It's what you're used to. It's the way your life can look when you're doing it all. So the best way you can begin to identify these guys is to be capable of seeing it. The best way to be capable of seeing it is what Jane had to do. Jane and I have been working through nine environments, self-care, making sure that she didn't put things aside because he's coming down for the weekend. I can't go to my meditation class or workout or do the journaling I normally do. That she had good boundaries and self-care around her finances, around her spiritual practice, around not tolerating toxic friendships with crappy boundaries. By knowing her needs, taking care of them, and saying no when she needed to to people. That allowed her to see that what Jeff was doing didn't look so healthy. And there are two things you can do in that situation. The first is you try to tap the brakes. You just say, hey, look, I, I don't really need or want you to do this much if it's more than you really have. If your resources for time and energy or money don't allow you to sweep me off my feet on a trip to Monte Carlo, that's fine. Like, don't overdo it. Yes, I love and deserve the attention, the presence, the connection, the, any of these things we're doing, but appropriately. Don't try so damn hard, Jeff. <laughs> right? It's like, it's okay. I like when you come over and do things for me around the house. Those things that you like, express them, own them, receive them. But you also know when you can tell as you get healthier that somebody is putting his own needs aside in unhealthy ways, that he really should be taking care of something that he should be taking care of for himself to maintain a healthy self. Those are the times that you tap the brakes. Say, I, don't, I don't really want you to drive over an hour each way just to fix my loose doorknob. Right? Or as much as I'd like to, to see you or do this or go here, it's, it's okay. We don't have to do it that way. Then it'll be up to him whether he's healthy enough to take that open space to actually take care of himself. But if he has too much anxious attachment style going on, if he's too afraid that he's unworthy, the mania, the compulsion, the obsession will prevent him from allowing himself permission to just do for himself. He'll still try to find a way to convince you and himself that he should give, 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 give. 
until he's depleted and then he needs to get away from you, blame you, whatever it is. Which brings us to the second option, which is, I don't think this is going to work out, Jeff, which is what Jane had to say. The man who tries too hard is not the man who's healthy enough for a relationship with you. And the best way for you to spot that is by being a healthy you. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.